Welcome to the K-Hole. People are dying. My name's Ashley Brandt. And I'm Taylor. I'm not going to say my last name. It's fine. <laughs> I'm afraid of strangers. <laughs> um, so it's been a minute, but Taylor might sound familiar to old K-Hole listeners. Yes. Um, I'm an OG. An OG. Yeah. We're going to be seeing St. Pablo tonight. God, yeah. I can't even talk about it without, like, my asshole clenching. I'm so excited. (laughs) Tearing up right now. But right now, we are going to be talking about the season finale. I, hopefully, the series finale of Robin China. (laughs) Honestly, like, will the show continue? Why did the show even get greenlit? It's, ooh, man. Give Scott his own show if you must continue without Kim honestly, Kardashian. Like, honestly, they keep making all these spinoffs and they refuse to give us the only one we want. <laughs> What's even the point? Scott needs to get paid. I want to see Scott be a life coach the way he's been to Rob mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there is a humor in taking advice from Scott Disick. And I think he sees that. I think we see that. I think Ryan Seacrest just needs to see that. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And honestly, I think it would just be good for Scott's mental health. I think Scott is always on his best behavior when there is a video camera around. I completely agree. But before we get too deep into this mess of an hour of our lives, let's talk about some IRL news. I'm so ready. There's not a lot. Uh, Kim is still completely dark on social media. But her assistant, Stephanie, as well as China, are filming some features for her app that will be going up in her stead because that's a huge source of revenue for her as well as the rest of the fam. Yeah, I do you think she's going to come back to the show? I think she'll come back eventually. I think three to six months from now, we'll see like a primetime interview. I think she'll like slowly work her way back to social media. What they've shown of season 12, what they have to finish of season 12, she's heavily featured in it. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they're going back and like editing her out and like starting to create a different kind of presentation of her brand. So I think she'll be back, but I think it'll be in a pretty limited role. Yeah, I so I have like really fallen off the the kardashian wagon i have not been keeping up with any of them um but this whole the robbery thing that was like so scary that was so that was so sad (laughs) i'm laughing but it's like sad laughter (laughs) just feeling emotions is hard and scary sometimes (laughs) yeah but but um we have seen like kim on not kim we've seen north on like Kylie and Courtney and Chloe's snaps, which I think is an interesting move. Um, I kind of would have expected North to be off of social media as well. Mm-hmm. So this suggests to me that they're already thinking kind of about Kim's return um, because they haven't removed North from the equation just yet. Yeah, I think that's fair. So what else are the crew is the crew up to is the crew crew up to esl um well uh king recently celebrated his fourth birthday with two separate ferrari themed parties one thrown by black china which had some cool kids activities um amber rose's son was there there were it looked it looked like a delightful party for children i wouldn't want to be there because i don't like children 
fair enough but all of the children seem to be having fun and then the next day taiga and kylie also threw a ferrari themed birthday i should also note that uh, china's party was ferrari and lego themed so they had like lots of lego activities Mm -hmm. lots of fun stuff the taiga kylie party was just ferrari themed okay so here's the thing taiga throwing a birthday party for his son the day after china threw a birthday party with basically literally the exact same theme is the type of pettiness that i love (laughs) but because it's taiga doing this i just think that's like such a punk ass move i just hate it i hate everything he does like honestly he could like cure cancer he could like find amelia Earhart. he could like undo colonialism he could like do all of that and i would still hate his ass i just i i can't his personality his face it's abhorrent it's yeah the the child abuse (laughs) the pedophilia (laughs) (laughs) just qualities i don't like in people (laughs) i might be a little picky but um yeah it's just just what a what a fucking punk he also appeared in court this week Ari, I don't know, the car repossessions, the evictions, I don't know. He's got a lot of, like, legal action pending against him. And the judge asked him, how much do you spend on gifts for your under, well, formerly underage girlfriend, Kylie Jenner? And Tyga apparently pretended not to remember. So some might say that that's because he's spending a lot of money on Kylie and he's trying to hide that from the courts. I think he's afraid to admit that Kylie buys all of those gifts for herself. (laughs) brutal yeah yeah i man can we just move on from taiga i just like god what a trash human yes agree absolute trash um it was also kim kardashian's birthday yesterday happy Uh, birthday kim 36 years old same age as angelina jolie i don't know why that was like a startling revelation to me earlier this week kim is 36 years old yes okay Angelina Jolie looks a solid 15 years older than Kim Kardashian. I know. She looks beautiful, but she looks beautiful for like 45. Yeah. I cannot believe that Angelina Jolie is in her 30s. I know. White people's skin is crazy. I mean, I know like Kim's also white, but she's obviously like putting some type of like demon blood on her face. Exactly. <laughs> like- and some sunscreen. <laughs> possibly maybe (laughs) (laughs) that's really the tip for all the all the other white people out there yeah attention whites (laughs) actually everyone this is my psa this is my the more you know moment everyone should wear sunscreen everyone can get skin cancer Mm -hmm. everyone can get wrinkles Mm -hmm. white people just that's the only thing they're better at getting wrinkles yeah (laughs) no it's so true And that was our skin cancer, skin sunscreen PSA. If you want to sponsor this podcast, sunscreen industry, please let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Let's talk about this strange conclusion to a really lackluster season of Robin China. Okay, so this is the only episode of the show that I have watched. Okay. Um, How does this compare for you to keeping up with the kardashians like the classics the classic um this show is incredibly boring rob 
is completely lacking in charisma. <laughs> um, this show is nothing without Kim, frankly. Kim is producing for her life on this show. Um, I, I just like, I think that having spent so many years, I'm talking about Kim right now, um, having spent so many years on a show in which she is being produced and like being manipulated by these people who are trying to like construct this particular narrative for each episode, season, whatever. I feel like she's just really learned how to lead a conversation and how to like set up interesting moments for a reality TV show, how to get her subjects to like really get into it. And so that conversation between Kim and China at that photo shoot was just like, I was, I really, I felt very proud. Like I turned to you while we were watching it and I was like, she's producing so hard. Like she really did that. It was, it was incredible. She just like guided that conversation very casually was like, oh, like if you guys need a space to talk, you could go to my house. Like we can meet up, we can have this conversation. And I was like, yes, Kim, that is how you pull something out of nothing. And it was so natural. The delivery, I believed her. Yeah. And Kim. I- Kim's the only one I believed in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and she stands in stu- such stark contrast to the other executive producer appearing today, Kris Jenner. My goodness. <laughs> airbrushed. Airbrushed. I, to perfection. Dude, I didn't know you could facetune like video. It, it's like noticeable how airbrushed she is on camera. I just hope when I'm that age, I can like just own it, <laughs> just own it. You know, because Chris Jenner is like sixty-two. She's sixty-two. She looks great. Yeah. She's certainly invested the money in looking that good. Like, just own it. Exactly. Yeah, I that every time Chris was on camera, it looked like. When I first started using Photoshop, you know, and you learn how to like add textures to photos and you like learn how to use the soften tool. Yes. That's what yes. that reminded me of. She just looked completely out of focus. Yeah, the entire time. Um, so was, yeah, you were telling me Rob and China are not even executive producers on their own show. They are co-executive producers. What's that distinction? Can you explain that to me? I don't exactly know, but I know that Kim and Chris are calling the shots. They're getting the most money and they have the most creative control. And I think that the co-executive producer thing is really just a title that they bestowed upon Rob and China because (laughs) neither of them can produce for their lives. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, can I can I really quickly address something that has nothing to do with yeah. Robin China? I decided to give my dog a chew treat right before we started recording this. And I don't know if this is going to show up in the audio, but he is very loudly chewing on this treat. And I keep trying to get him to move away from where we're recording with it. But like he really insists on being right here. <laughs> To me, right now, it's totally worth it. Maybe we're going to get some bad feedback. I'll post a picture and you'll see why it's worth it. 
He's a very cute dog. This dog is everything. <laughs> this dog really could have livened up this episode of Rob in China. <laughs> he has a better screen presence than Rob in any of these scenes. I would watch 15 hours of just like uh, like GoPro footage of my dog just like napping on a couch and be more entertained, go through more emotion, like feel more just really experience a journey compared to like what I felt in the 45 minutes that we spent watching the show. There was just like, like you need like a story arc. You need a beginning, middle and end. <laughs> this was, I like, can we talk about the structure of this episode? Yes. yes. Okay. So we had plot A, mm -hmm. which was Rob coming back from Las Vegas, mm -hmm. China ready to walk from this relationship everyone trying to get rob to go to therapy how many times have we seen this exact storyline on every keeping up with the kardashian like spinoff and on every season of keeping up with the kardashians this family is always trying to get someone to go to therapy Yep. But Rob does not believe in that shit. <laughs> Whatever that means. Which is what you say when you need to go to therapy. <laughs> so they bring the therapy to Rob, who agrees to do this for China's sake, which seems like a convenient excuse for him because she seems completely fine. <laughs> I honestly, I can't wait until I become independently wealthy and can just like make the therapy come to me you know yeah <laughs> i oh i can't wait to have enough disposable income to literally make everything come to my house doctors therapists grocery delivery paternity tests paternity test which brings us to plot b <laughs> so china out of the blue about 20 minutes into this episode decides to get a paternity test this is apropos of nothing she just <laughs> randomly decides like she randomly just turns to her friend and trainer and is like i think i want to get a paternity test and like it takes a minute for them to explain why she wants to get the paternity test but it turns out it's just to like you know shut up the haters or fill the time on this episode <laughs> yeah two birds one stone Two birds, one toothbrush, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they need to do this paternity test just so China can shut up the haters, even though the results of this test have never been mentioned outside of the show, even though this was apparently filmed some time ago. I don't remember anyone ever questioning the paternity of this child, but like I said, I have not been keeping up with the Kardashians for a while. No one has questioned the paternity of this child. <laughs> no one was ever... One was ever it be another <laughs> and rob also doesn't seem concerned about it at all no he is a man who is very confident in their monogamy um which is strange for someone who just disappeared for like seven days before the start of this episode i can we like talk about this like just for a second the beginning of the episode, they're explaining that Rob went off to Vegas for seven days, did not tell anyone, blocked everyone apparently on everything, was not responding to China's text messages. And I turned to Ashley and I was like, is Rob a Pisces? <laughs> the answer is yes. Do you want to talk about what that means to you as a Pisces? Well, it takes one to know one. 
<laughs> yeah, that's I'm you know, that's all I have to say about that. Cause same. <laughs> I too have been that person who just disappears for like six months. And you know, like having that intimate knowledge of his inner life, um, just as a fellow Pisces. Sometimes, man, you just gotta like disappear and not talk to anyone you know for a very long time. <laughs> and it's not very nice. Especially when you have a child on the way. But, you know, I, you just, you gotta like recharge. <laughs> you gotta take some me time. In Vegas. In Vegas. As one does. Yeah. And China, being the tourist that she is, is like, this is fine. <laughs> and it's going to be fine because I have decided that it is so. Yeah. I love, uh, I love Tauruses. I do too. They're so fucking resilient. Yeah. She just shows up to that paper magazine shoot. She looks amazing. Yeah. I say I say I love Tauruses. I know very little about astrology, but I'm trying to learn. So if anyone has any recommendations on sources, books, let me know. I'm trying to increase my knowledge. We'll get Nick Fiore back on this podcast. I did also promise that Nick was going to be on this episode. If you have a microphone that he can borrow, hit us up. <laughs> that is a problem that we have right now. Check out our Kickstarter page. <laughs> Get Nick a microphone. <laughs> Please boost. <laughs> but the paternity test. Okay, yeah. But the paternity test. So Rob is like, I know this baby is mine. He doesn't seem to care. But by the time the results come in, he's like, I just want to know for sure, 100% that this baby is mine. I think we're skipping over the only entertaining scene in this entire episode. Yes. Which is when Kim and Black China team up to obtain Robert Kardashian's DNA. They hop in the car. They drive out to Rob's house. <laughs> they walk into his house. Rob is like, oh, what are you doing here? Honestly, like I said, no charisma whatsoever another pisces thing um maybe not really i made that up uh they show up they go into his house china like sits on his lap or something i don't really remember she's like distracting him yeah kim announces to the room i'm going to lie down she gets in Rob's bed with this, like, what was that device? It's like, maybe a lint roller, a hair collector of some kind to get hair off of his pillows. See, the thing I like about that lint roller is that it is very much a, like, rich white person's lint roller. The thing about rich white people is that they have all the same shit the rest of us have, but it looks like it's from an, like, episode of the Jetsons or whatever. Yes. Like, that lint roller was so futuristic like it, it didn't even like roll it didn't even roll it just like like sucked up all of the like dirt and poverty <laughs> and just like looked very sleek and minimalist um very instagram friendly and yeah it, so it, she rolls around his bed yeah. a little bit and he tries to get some hair tried to collect what's left of his hair <laughs> <laughs> rob's hair is thinning confirmed in this episode um and then China gets up 
to go to the bathroom. Do you want to explain what Kim then chooses to do? (laughs) So Kim, trying to be the good friend that she is on camera, says, oh my god, do you have to pee so much? Which maybe was supposed to be China's cue to be like, oh my god, yes, pregnancy pee, so difficult. But she's just like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like a normal thing to say when someone asks if you have to pee. And then Kim goes, oh my god, pregnancy pee. I know that feeling because she is trying to fill this room with some kind of presence for the cameras. He's trying to give us some emotion. Um, So China goes into the bathroom and grabs rob's toothbrush there are two toothbrushes there, yeah there are two toothbrushes so i'm i'm gonna assume that one is china's however she grabs his toothbrush and then looks at it like a little bit confused like is this his which would imply that she doesn't know so what i want to know rob why do you have two toothbrushes in your bathroom asking the real questions today i'm i want to know I want to get this campaign started. We need to figure this out. We need answers. (laughs) You owe us that much. (laughs) And then China takes the toothbrush and puts it seemingly in her underwear. Yeah, like maybe in her underwear, maybe just like... I I really don't know what she was doing. Yeah, and this is critical because she then exits the bathroom, Rob very um rudely honestly just like pretty much kicks them out of their house yeah and i i loved kim's reaction to this because this is very much how like i react when my brother both of my brothers when they like imply that i'm irritating them Mm because i won't leave (laughs) if i'm just like sitting there while they're playing video games like so what's up guys like what are teenagers into (laughs) like they get that like why are you here like tone and so kim's reaction which would be mine is like Okay, I get it. Bye. <laughs> so they leave. Rob goes in for the hug, mm-hmm. which dislodges the toothbrush. Yeah, and it it just falls out of China's coochie, <laughs> like just <laughs> right on right on the floor. Um, I don't like. Did she really think she was gonna get any DNA from that toothbrush which after now- shoving it down her underwear? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how they would have gotten that match. Because <laughs> it was just comparing. Match. <laughs> yeah, it, was just, it was actually China's DNA. <laughs> 100%. Just 100% real coochie DNA. <laughs> but the important thing is like she could have put it in her bra and the toothbrush yeah. wouldn't have fallen out. Yeah, this was very obviously like Kim in the car before they went in Rob's house. Like okay, listen, what you're going to do is you're going to put it in your underwear. Don't put it in there too securely, though, because we need it to fall. Because <laughs> then we're going to have to confront Rob <laughs> about the paternity test. <laughs> yeah, so this this goes down. Rob sees the toothbrush. He's like, what are you guys doing? You're so weird. Um, the truth comes out. <laughs> And Rob's just, like, unfazed. <laughs> he does not seem concerned about the fact that the mother of his child is doing a paternity test. <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, I can totally see him being, like, 
secure in knowing that this is his trial but at the same time this is a very strange thing to be okay, doing <laughs> honestly i can like i can respect like being secure in your relationship in the child that you're having with this person and just like knowing like yes this is my child in this woman's womb mm -hmm. but if i were rob <laughs> it would be a major red flag if my girlfriend was trying to get a paternity test done without my knowledge. Yeah. That would that would make me start doubting the paternity of my supposed child. Right. So I don't know why Rob was so calm about this. He was like, he was like holding a baseball bat first of all. <laughs> he just picked one up on his way to the kitchen and was like As you do. Was like just playing with it, posing with it. And talking about how how much he doesn't care about this happening and how weirder things have happened in his family and how China should have just asked. And I don't know what directive he was given for this conversation if they were like, just save the conflict because we have to do the reveal. He was not selling me on this. No. Like, weirder things have happened in their family, but Rob has never seemed invested in anything that has ever happened around him. When has Rob ever not taken the opportunity to be deeply dramatic <laughs> ever <laughs> good question <laughs> um i uh, you know what i bet you he and kim have had this conversation where he's like kim i think i need a thing and kim's like no you're like no things never work out you just have to let them like develop organically right this is like how you build a brand yes. and rob was like no no i need a thing it's gonna be a baseball bat <laughs> I'm just going to walk, like, it's going to be my accessory. And he was like, you're not doing that. <laughs> and then he just left it by the kitchen knowing he was going to have to go follow them, pursue this paternity test conflict. And he was like, I'm just going to sneak it in there. She can't cut this confrontation. She can't not show any footage of me. And I'm going to have my baseball bat. He probably has a name ready for it. He's probably going to start an Instagram account for this baseball bat. <laughs> He has been tweeting about the Dodgers a lot recently, like more than go. about his child coming in the next like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh very interesting. Also, I want to talk about the fact that Rob's house looks like it was decorated by Courtney. Okay, wait, you missed this episode? <laughs> was it decorated by Courtney? <laughs> okay. So Faye Resnick came over <laughs> to decorate the house at Chris's behest. And then Courtney had this whole conflict with Faye Resnick where she was like, the decor that you have chosen is for girls, not for a boy, even though she was talking about her adult brother. <laughs> and then like put away a bunch of like the decorative items that Faye had chosen for Rob's house. Yeah, uh, I love gendered decor. <laughs> it was like some very plain stuff. It was not like... Well, how are you supposed to know that it's a man house unless there's chrome and baseball bats everywhere? Exactly. <laughs> That's maybe what rob is really trying to drive home in this scene really but, trying to reclaim yeah. his masculinity yeah that's what this whole show is about that's why he has two tea kettles that were clearly <laughs> chosen by courtney placed on his two stoves i love rich people with stoves that are like split in half you have like the the gas burners on either side and in the middle you have that like useless like prep area yes oh man 
that's that's so like town and country i'd love to be at that level i can't wait up my kitchen game yeah i'm ready i'm ready for this next phase of my life (laughs) (laughs) anyway so rob ends up agreeing to just like do the paternity test he's like i'm a chill dad yeah i'm not like the other dads (laughs) i don't care if the kid's actually mine So the paternity test people, like I said, just reinforcing the immense wealth of this family, um, show up to to China's house. Um, Also, I so this is like unrelated to anything, but like a week ago, I was just you know lying in bed, right, as I do for most of every day of my life, and I was thinking about like how much money would I need to make to just stop working. And still be able to do everything I like to do in a day. Yes. I just, like, started crunching numbers. And then I realized, like, with the amount of money that just Kim Kardashian has, I could live for a thousand years (laughs) without working while also significantly improving my lifestyle. (laughs) And that's why she's the most aspirational Kardashian. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, back to uh, back to this paternity test. They show up to the house. They do the test. Um, that's kind of it for a minute. Mm-hmm. They they go back to plot A, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. There are really only two plots happening in this episode. There's because... only so much you can do. <laughs> you've got Rob. You've got China. You know, we have cameos from Scott, from Chris, from Kim. Mm-hmm. Kim, who's carrying this whole episode. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can do with someone who either never leaves their house or disappears to Vegas for stretches at a time. Yes. <laughs> there's not a whole lot there. Um, but anyway, so Rob then, again, in the tradition of rich white people, has his therapist come meet him. At Chris's house. Yes, at Chris's house. I Neutral recognized ground. that checkered foyer immediately. <laughs> Iconic. Just iconic. Remember when Chris had a talk show and they recreated that foyer for her talk show that was canceled after six weeks? (laughs) (laughs) Huge success. Huge success. Sorry, I just, um, I looked out my window. Yes. And thought I got a ticket (laughs) on my car. But it's just yet another flyer. After you peeled one off of your yeah. windshield this morning. <laughs> this morning. I live in San Francisco. It gets very foggy every night. Someone put a flyer on my car about this block party that we're having. And it basically got paper mache to your windshield. <laughs> yep. I was very upset. <laughs> Looked outside my window just now. Had a mini heart attack because I thought MTA got me. <laughs> But nope, another flyer that I'm going to have to peel off of my car. (laughs) I hate these people. (laughs) Anyways, back to... (laughs) California. This is how boring this show is. I'm more, like, engrossed in what's going on on my windshield than what's going on on this stupid show. It's a more emotionally gratifying saga because... Rob doesn't talk about anything with this therapist. <laughs> Literally does not talk about anything. He, I think, like, the bulk of this conversation is spent talking about how they want to structure the therapy sessions. Yes. And then there's that moment where Rob says that China is very difficult to talk to. <laughs> 
which I think is a really, really bad sign for a person you are in a relationship with and having a child with. Yeah. They're going to have to raise this kid together. I, I mean, I just... Maybe this is why I'm single, but I just feel like if you are in a relationship with someone and starting a family, that should be a person that you can talk to. Yes. Are my standards too high? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Who knows? Who can say? And then he goes on to try to talk to China about the therapy where nothing transpired. And he has nothing to say about the therapy because nothing transpired. And then he's basically does this talking heads where he's like, well, you know, one day at a time, like, it's just really hard to talk to China about this. And it's like, it's because you have nothing to talk about, Rob. Honestly, that's the thing. He was, like, trying to blame his silence, quiet, whatever you want to call that, on the fact that China is so difficult to talk to. But I'm like, she literally just asked you how it went and then told you, if you don't want to talk about it, that's okay. That, to me... Sounds like someone who's very easy to talk to. It sounds like someone who's very understanding, mm-hmm. who's okay with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Good listener. Yeah, good listener. Like, you just didn't have anything to say. Because you never do. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, I don't know, but I I think Rob's the problem here. I'm going to start calling that. I think you're on to something. I'm kind of disappointed that you missed the first episode when China was like, ladies, get you a Rob. Rob was always thinking of me. And we've seen none of that. There was, I don't think I saw a single second of Rob thinking about anyone other than Rob. (laughs) I don't think Rob even thinks about his child. (laughs) No. He is so confident that when this child arrives, he's going to be Nicole Richie. And I just don't see it. I want to address something. Yes. The scene where Rob gets his hair cut. <laughs> yes. And the man cutting his hair shows up wearing a shirt with Robert Kardashian Sr.'s face airbrushed on the back. And Donda West on the front. I'm buying that shirt tonight. <laughs> That dude wants to be a series regular so bad. (laughs) Give Rob's barber a pilot. (laughs) But, like, of course, that would be the type of barber that Rob would want to hire. Because the barber comes to his house. Yes. Because Rob doesn't leave his house. Yeah. As we've established. Yes. In, like, every episode of every Kardashian show ever, like, someone reminds us that Rob doesn't leave his house. So it's supposed to be kind of a big deal when he arranges the dinner at Chris's house. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say he is also very comfortable going to his mother's house and having her do things for him. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. He was definitely playing like, I set up this family dinner because I want us to spend more time together. He literally did not set up that dinner. Chris set up that whole dinner. Chris got everyone together. Chris hosted it. Chris set up the food. Chris reminded everyone to get a plate. Rob just showed up. Like, that's all he did. Corey Gamble probably set up the buffet. (laughs) Stepfather Corey Gamble. (laughs) Listen, everyone needs a hot gay stepdad. <laughs> Give Corey Gamble a show. He has Rob's screen presence 
but he is so much more interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, completely useless as a like you know character on the show, but infinitely more interesting than Rom. I want to see like the Corey Gamble Scott Disick spinoff. I would, yeah. Honestly, I'd be okay if like they cut all of the men from this franchise except Scott. Yes. And Saint. Scott, yes. They Scott, can stay. Mason. Yeah, Mason can stay too. Mason has a good screen presence. He's cute. Yeah, he's, he's very, very sweet little kid. Yeah. But I, the rest of them just, we don't need the like token dude. We don't need to see French Montana. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> we don't need like the ex-boyfriend appearances. Yeah, we don't need those. We don't really need Jonathan Cheban. No. But you know who I do like seeing sometimes is Lamar. Yes. I like seeing that he's okay. I don't like seeing him participate in storylines. Yes. I agree with you. Same. Um, Okay, so this uh, dinner (laughs) happens. This dinner that Chris set up. I just really want to drive that point home. Chris's dinner. Yeah, Chris's (laughs) dinner. We get there. Um, It is Chris, Corey Gamble, Rob, China, Kim, Courtney. Courtney, Chloe, Scott. Yes. The kids. North. Yeah. Most importantly. North did make a brief two-second appearance. At the head of the table. Yeah, that was the true climax of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, the dinner was also very boring. They just (laughs) talked and (laughs) Rob goes... I just think we should really make a point of seeing each other once a a week. And then, like, you could see him process in his brain like what that actually means and like how often that actually is and how many times he would have to leave his house every month and then pull back and go or like you know once a month or whatever (laughs) which is something that i have also done (laughs) like hey friend slash family member let's like get together every week have dinner catch up like really nurture this relationship oh wait actually you know what how about like once every other month (laughs) once a season (laughs) once a season yeah it was um very (laughs) very fucking boring (laughs) this show is very boring chloe is wearing bantu knots oh my god okay chloe should have not made that appearance chloe should have never someone should have stopped her yeah kim also showed up with cornrows okay so this is why i stopped keeping up with these people i just they are just so fucking (laughs) anti-black like they are so gross (laughs) they need to be stopped it's just like really it's it's getting worse and worse and worse and I just got to a point where I was like, I can't keep giving these people my energy. I can't be complicit in no. this garbage. <laughs> so I stopped. And that's fair. Because <laughs> it has gotten more and more egregious. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yikes. And um, they talk about that a little bit in the dinner when Chris is like, where did you get this southern accent, Rob? When what she really means is, why are you speaking in an AAE yep. dialect? Yep. 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 Why? Like, when did he start using he AAV? Just popped up in Robin China. Oh man, I just oh god. You also missed a good episode where Scott was like, 
rob you should like hang out with your old friends i'm gonna like arrange a dinner with your old friends so they have this dinner and china's getting ready for it and she's like are any of these people black <laughs> and rob no, is china, like they're all his usc friends they are <laughs> <laughs> and rob is like no they're not <laughs> yep oh man and that's why china's gonna gonna persist she's gonna go on to do great things i think yeah yeah she she's gonna stick with rob as long as she needs to mm-hmm. rob's gonna let that happen because rob mm-hmm. needs her we're look sorry we're looking at the chris jenner airbrush right now it's really bad it's incredibly bad i love that she just doesn't care enough to make it look natural i love that she's also doing the little like ribbon choker thing that her daughters have yes. been doing in this very episode okay i want to backtrack on something yes. i know earlier i said i wish chris would just roll with the aging process i'm gonna retract that i respect that level of vanity that's like very blatant like i don't give a fuck i know you could tell i put a filter over this i know you could see i changed the lighting and post-production i don't give a shit because i'm gonna look as good as technology can make me look and i actually really respect that that's really what her and kim are about that for me is a lot of the appeal of Kim is like yeah. I'm gonna be the best version of myself that these artificial enhancements will allow. Yes, I respect that. I'm all about artificiality. Yes, I love fakeness. I love pettiness. <laughs> I love fakeness. I just love it. Reality TV. Yeah, that's the appeal. <laughs> yeah, peel back the veil. <laughs> Some baby boomer right now is like I fucking knew it. <laughs> Some baby boomer is writing a think piece for Forbes right now. (laughs) Um, Okay, honestly, like, when are we going to know that this show is canceled for sure? I don't think it's going to be. I think that Courtney needs a paycheck. Mm. I think Scott needs a paycheck. Mm -hmm. I think Chris needs a paycheck. And she loves being the executive producer. Yeah. I think Chloe and Kylie need brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Kendall doesn't need to be on the show, but it does look like she's going to be on a lot of what they have left of season 12, which is a surprise. Mm-hmm. I think Kim doesn't need to be on the show, but I think that that will be a huge loss mm-hmm. because we saw some of the best Kim on this episode. Yeah. No, they are really nothing without Kim. That is true. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm i really glad I, I'm not watching robin china this the show is just so incredibly boring no one should have to watch robin china no one should have to live like this (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i will come back on this show when kendall finally comes out yes and i think that (laughs) what they're showing of kendall to come indicates that we're gonna get much more personal with kendall jenner i'm ready i think they're (laughs) i am very ready to get personal with kendall jenner (laughs) I'm ready for Cara Delevingne's appearance. (laughs) Great. Well, yeah, I think there's only one thing left to do. Power rankings? Power rankings. Let's do it. So we're not ranking too many people because there are not a lot of people on this show. (laughs) Because Rob doesn't leave his house. (laughs) So at the bottom this week, we have Kris Jenner, who is showing up 
airbrushed to perfection, mm-hmm. just begging Rob not to disappear to Vegas anymore. <laughs> yeah. I I told you while we were watching this episode, that is such a white mom thing to, like, ask your child not to disappear. I can tell you, like, if I were to ever disappear on my parents, they would not ask me to not do that again. <laughs> that, that would not be how things went down. <laughs> um. Above Chris, we have Rob. Just, I mean, just useless. <laughs> just there. Just there. Delivering some lines. Yeah. I. Do you think he had cue cards? Yeah. <laughs> I think there was a producer right off of camera that was like, you have to follow them. <laughs> <laughs> Above Rob, we have China. She's pulling her weight. She's she is. doing her best mm-hmm. despite having a very lackluster scene partner throughout this whole episode. I think if the show was just about China, it would be 10 times better. I think the next move is a China Amber Rose show. Yes, absolutely. I think China is great on camera. I think she has a lot of charisma. She's very fun to watch. Um Rob is just dragging her down. Just dragging her down. This is very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so above China, we have Scott. He's there. He's calling Rob out. He is telling Rob, you are letting people down. He's getting real. And that's why he's in, in number three. on In spot number three? I don't know. Whatever. Above Scott, we have Kim Kardashian West. The highest executive producer, the MVP <laughs> of E's executive producing team. Um, she's carrying this conflict. She's, you know, really making her value to this brand known. Not only is she carrying this conflict, she's carrying this entire show. <laughs> <laughs> she's carrying this entire franchise, this empire, this family. Yes. Yeah, it's... Uh, where would we be without her? Exactly. And then in the top spot, we have, I mean, you guys know where we're heading with this. We have North. She was there for two seconds. She stole the entire damn show. She's just a perfect ray of light. I know. In a very, very, very boring show. Yes. Very so. dark. Very boring. I hope we see more of North. I hope we see more of Kim. I don't care if we ever see Rob again. I I love North and I care about her so much, which is why I don't want her to have her own spinoff. No. But also, I just, I would watch a show that's just about North. I know. But I would love it to be about people around North and you see her for like 30 seconds every episode. And it's Ooh, don't say dream. anything else. Someone's going to steal this idea and we need to pitch it. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest hit us up. <laughs> Speaking of hit us, hitting us up, you can follow The K-Hole on Twitter at The K-Hole Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook at The K-Hole Pod- Podcast. We are going to be covering Keeping Up with the Kardashians next week because they are rolling right into the second half of season 12, trying to get those numbers back up from rob and china (laughs) so rate and review us on itunes as always we love to hear from you guys it's beautiful beautiful do you have anything to plug or are Um, you just gonna remain a first name only oh man i really i really don't want to get doxxed um (laughs) uh you can try to follow me on twitter at taygrand all i really have to plug is my dog his name is chiquito he's a star He's he's the best dog in the world. He's the north of this podcast. Yeah. It's my dog. He's my best friend. I just want to plug him. 
And you can follow me on Twitter at Ashley Brandt. Um, you can listen to me on other podcasts, including Twin Peaks Peaks, and pulp the podcast based on a true story. Do you want to give us the outro? Oh, yeah, I do. Don't be fucking rude. <laughs>